Welcome to an inspiring message from Awaken City Church. For more information about us, visit awakencity.com.au. We're launching into a series this morning called Creative for Purpose. And uh, as I was preparing for this, I was thinking about the fact that experts have told us many times that humanity, all of humanity, asks four questions of itself somewhere in its journey to becoming conscious as an adult. The first question they ask themselves is, who am I? Sadly, later on in life, people kind of make crazy decisions and go off on a discovery of who I am. I kind of got to discover myself. Who am I? Where did I come from? What is my purpose? And where will I end up? As we come into Christ, we discover the, the answer to those questions. I think if you answer question number two correctly, you'll find the correct answers to all the others. Where did you come from? You came from God. You're created by Him. You're created by the seed of God. Who am I? I'm a child of God. What is my purpose? My purpose is to glorify God with my life. Where will I end up? I'll end up in heaven, eternal life. Eternal life is not something I'm seeking somewhere in the future. It's something I possess now when I surrender my life to Christ and now I'm living out of that understanding. When you answer question two correctly, you're able to find the answers to all the others. As we go into this theme, which we're going to run with for quite a long time, probably through to the end of November, different facets will focus on different subjects. But can I remind you of these words from Isaiah 43, which says, But now, thus says the Lord who created you, O Jacob, and formed you, O Israel. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters of trouble, I will be with you. And through the rivers of difficulty, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire of trials, you shall not be burnt, nor shall the flame scorch you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel. Notice that it didn't say, that you won't have trouble. He says, I'll be with you in trouble. Doesn't say you won't have difficulty. He says, that difficulty won't overflow you. Doesn't say you won't go through the fires of trials. He just says, you know what? I'm going to make sure that you're fireproof. I don't know who needs to hear this today, but I do know somebody needs to hear that failure is not final, neither is it fatal. Actually, it's often Vital to breakthrough. You're not damaged goods. You are redeemed by God most high. Can, can, we just, can we just push that thing back? You are not damaged goods because of a relationship. You are not damaged goods because of an upbringing with a family that was dysfunctional. Because guess what? We all came from some kind of dysfunctional family. Even the best families are dysfunctional. You are not damaged goods. You are not designed to be a product of your past. You are designed to be an outcome of the purpose of God in your life. You're not starting from scratch wherever you're starting from. You are starting with experience. But unfortunately, because of that experience, there are some things you will need to unlearn. Alvin Toffler, the great futurist who died just a couple of years ago, he said this. He said, The illiterate of the 21st century will not be those who cannot read or write, but those who cannot learn, unlearn, and then relearn. In Romans 8 and verse 28, we see our 
text for the few months ahead of our theme. I'm gonna read it to you again. I feel like preaching. It says, and we know that God causes everything to work for the good of those who love God and are called according to His purpose for them. It's not enough to love God. You've got to respond to the call and the purpose upon your life. And I know that many of you here today, you've just already captured that from last week's kind of soft launch. And here we are going again. It's not just about loving God. Now I'm going to respond to His purpose in my life. And last week, we just looked at a few things. We looked at the fact that we've got to give more than we take. We've got to learn more than we teach. We've got to forgive more than we offend. And we've got to progress more than we regress. And I wanna focus on the progress today. Can we do that? You gotta understand that as we read on here, it says, for God knew His people in advance. He knew you before your spouse knew you. He knew you before your parents knew you. He knew you before your boss knew you. Hello, somebody. He knew you beforehand. And He chose them to become like His Son. You have a predisposition to become like Jesus. There's a DNA on the inside that's getting unlocked that's just gonna cause you to flow in the line of becoming more and more like Jesus. So that His Son would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters and having chosen them, He called them to come to Him. And having called them, He gave them right standing with Himself. And having given them right standing, He gave them His glory. God's purpose for you reveals you are chosen for salvation, called to Jesus, justified by Jesus, glorified in Christ. That, 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 that part there should cause you to get a little bit inspired, motivated. To be glorified in Christ means that you are destined to become the best version of yourself that is possible in Christ. You have what it takes. Come on, can you help me? Can you tell somebody this morning you have what it takes? Look them in the eyes and say you have what, I know it's weird. You guys online, you get let off the hook unless you're watching this with someone, but just turn to someone, type it in the comments there in the chat. Just tell somebody you have what it takes. Because often the world around us tries to make us feel like we're missing something essential to have what it takes. But you know what? You have what it takes. Because you did not choose God, He chose you. You did not choose God, He chose you. Once chosen, He just expects you to come to Him. Actually, the ultimate calling is for you to come to Him. You know, often people go, oh, I've got to find out my calling. Got to find. The essential calling upon our life is for us to come to Jesus, come to God. If you come to Him, every other calling will get unlocked. The, the ultimate calling is to come to Jesus. He then justifies you. You are justified through the work of the cross not your own works. And then He restores you to your glorified state. You have untapped potential. The key to knowing your true potential is to know your source. You will never understand, realise or maximise your full potential without a relationship with your source. This thing becomes a brick the moment it loses contact with a satellite out there somewhere in space that causes it to connect to the internet. And I would suggest to you that you become fairly useless when you lose contact with your source. Jesus said, apart from me, separated from me, you can do nothing. 
Consider the life of Abraham Lincoln, one of the most dramatic examples of a man struggling to release the wealth of potential locked up on the inside of him. He lost his job in 1832. He was elected to the legislature in 1834. In the same year, he suffered the death of his sweetheart. Two years later, he suffered a nervous breakdown. He was defeated for Speaker of the State Legislature in 1838. Defeated for nomination of Congress in 1943. Elected to Congress in 1846. Rejected for the position of Land Officer in 1849. In 1854, he was defeated for the Senate, defeated for nomination for Vice President of the United States in 1856. He again was defeated for the Senate in 1858. He was elected President of the United States in 1860. Can I tell you once again that failure is not final, nor is it fatal. I would suggest to you that just like Abraham Lincoln, those elections and rejections, those failures and successes were all part of the story in his life to unlock the full potential of God that was on the inside of him. Potential is dormant dormant ability, but ability is useless until it is given responsibility. And when you give responsibility to that ability on the inside, something incredible comes out. It's sad, you know, that sometimes it's sad when what could have been becomes what should have been. Here's a text for you to never forget. Philippians 4 and verse 13. I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. One translation says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. One more time, could you help me? Tell somebody you have what it takes. It's tragic when a seed dies in a tree. It's tragic when a seed dies in a tree. When a man dies in a boy. When an Olympian dies in a dreamer. When a preacher dies in a parishioner. Don't let God's seed of potential die in a season of challenge. You have what it takes. You have what it takes to overcome personal challenges, to resist temptation, to obtain that degree, to secure that funding, to get that miracle, to break off unhealthy cycles. You have what it takes. Work is a major key to unlocking your potential. Potential must be exercised and demands must be made on it. Otherwise, it simply remains potential. Claiming a promise does not make it happen. Claiming a promise does not make it happen. There's something you've got to do in placing a demand on that potential that's on the inside of you. Good ideas do not bring success. Good hard work does. To release your true potential, you must be willing to work. We are called to be led by our spirits, not driven by our environment. Can I bring you to this pointy moment in the message where we realise that we are spirit beings, first and foremost, that your true nature is a spirit man on the inside of you. Do not mistake the residence for the resident. Do not make that mistake. We have often mistaken the house for the resident. The body is the house. 
The Spirit is the resident, the real you. And in this life, many people make a mistake. They limit unlocking their own potential because they mistake the house for the resident. Your body is the house. Your spirit, man, is the resident. And if you're gonna live this life and unlock the full potential of God on the inside of you, you must understand that your body is a servant to your soul and your soul is a servant to your spirit, man. In fact, on my Beyond Sunday message on Wednesday night, I think I got that wrong at the end and I told you that your soul was a servant of your body again. And that's actually where the mistake in humanity takes place because your body has this sensory system that we call in one word, the soul, but it's just designed to pick up communications from this earthly zone. Your sight, your hearing, your smell, your taste and your touch. Often people get driven by the soul realm and forget to hear what God is really saying to them in their spirit about the purpose of God, the call of God, the priorities of God, the direction of God. And you're either a soul Christian today or you're a spirit Christian today. You could be a flesh Christian today, but honestly, we try and get you to be a member somewhere else. Because we're just not skilled enough to deal with fleshly Christians. Jesus, help me. Help me, Jesus. Your body is a servant of your soul. Your soul is a servant of your spirit. Your spirit is where God communicates to you. And that is why we need to stay connected to our source. Your true, your true potential should not be measured by your IQ because I, education did not create you. Neither should it be determined by society because society did not create you. It should not be determined by economy because it didn't create you. None of them have the right to determine your full potential. It's time for us to take hold of all that God has for us. Let me pray for you in this moment. Can I pray for you right now? Father, I thank You right now that You would cause the eyes of our understanding to be enlightened today, that we would begin to understand the true power of Your calling upon our lives, that it would be unlocked in moments and it would be unlocked in understanding so that we can do all, be all, have all that You destined for our lives. In Jesus' Name, if you're gonna take hold of your freedom, You've got to learn to break free from some limiting factors. Could we, including those online, just imagine for a moment that we are having a private conversation in my lounge room and no one else can hear it. Could we do that? Just you and I. If we had the chance, we'd sit down and we'd start with small chat obviously, and eventually we'd get down to talking honestly. We'd get beyond how great it was to see the All Blacks overcome the Wallabies again yesterday. We'd get beyond the terrible results we're seeing in AFL and we'd get down to real honest chats and we would agree that all of us have faults, limitations, failure somewhere on the inside of us that needs to be worked out. 
And God wants us to break free from those limiting factors. Primarily, we break free from most of those things by developing this soul in line with God's Word. Jesus said to His people, He said, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Father. In the prayer given to the disciples by Jesus, given to you and me by Jesus, it starts off like this, our Father. Notice it doesn't say my Father. Our Father who art in heaven, glorified, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Now, when you get to that part, let's just like for a moment, seriously, do you really think that Jesus was teaching His disciples to pray every day that Baker's Delight would be open (laughs) and that you would have enough money to go and buy a loaf of bread? Do you really think that's what He was saying? No, He was saying you every single day of your life journey with Jesus need bread from heaven. And so every day when you pray, you must pray to obtain access that nourishment from heaven that you need so that you can continue your journey with Jesus in line with the kingdom purpose that God put on the inside of you. And breaking free from those limitations means I've got to live according to the revealed truth that is in God's Word. We've got to allow Jesus to set us free from spiritual enemies that seek to destroy our destiny. The Bible says that the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy. But Jesus comes so that you can have life and life in all its fullness. God has put some desires on the inside of you and those, well, He's put a myriad of desires on the inside of you and He wants to see them fulfilled in your journey with Jesus. We trip off and we get off track when we try and get those godly desires fulfilled in an ungodly way. I'm feeling really nervous about stepping outside of the pulpit right now because I'm probably gonna go down a couple of lines because I think the common trips that the enemy uses for humanity is food, physical intimacy and fame. Just, just, I'll just touch on three common ones because they all have been put on the inside of us by God as godly desire. God gave you a godly desire for food because He knew your body would need it. Come on, this is deep. Like I just got real deep then. <laughs> oh, that, was, I mean, that, was, that was amazing revelation. You could forever meditate on that. But He gave you a godly desire for food. He gave you a godly desire for physical intimacy. It was His idea. Designed you that way. You need it because of all the stuff. Someone said touch. Yep, I agree with that. Uh, But also for procreation and for pleasure. And then fame. It's, It's one that we don't often think about, but God actually wants to make you famous. Because He makes His name great through you. Yeah. 
That's what He said to Abraham, I'm gonna make your name great and I'm gonna make my name great through you. And so there's three big ones. Well, how come then with food, we often end up into gluttony and greed and all the other things? How come with physical intimacy, we often end up in promiscuity? How come in fame, we're enough off, off track? Because we don't stay within the boundaries that God set within His Word because we don't stay connected to the source and we don't keep His book as the guide for life. So to unlock the full potential of God on the inside of you, you've got to stay connected to the source. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. I'm not sure if you've ever seen them, but as a kid growing up and jumping from property to property on motorbikes and tractors and on trails and all those other things, there was often a sign that said, keep out, trespasses prosecuted. To trespass means to cross a line. Cross a line. He said, we've got to forgive others that cross the line towards us because then, then they're going to need to forgive us when we cross the line with them. And so all of that to say this, that we're going on this journey in this series and to, with it, we're connecting on Awakened Nights, our first one being tonight, Awakened Night 5.30, where we're going to bring a series called Freedom Now. And we're going to look at how after we come to Christ, many of us still need to get set free from limitations. Limitations that come in because we open a door to a spiritual enemy and it's not just one spiritual enemy, the devil. I guarantee you, you can have a study with us and have a look at the fact that there's some people that actually become spiritual enemies in your life because they're not playing on the same team and they're constantly bringing the wrong influence into your world, which is distracting you away from the destiny of God. You're going to discover that it's really easy when you're in the right place to get set free of spiritual bondages. They can be broken like that. But the soul bondages tend to take longer because of the effort required by us, the work required by us to unlock that full potential. You're not damaged goods. You've been redeemed by God Most High. You have what it takes. Failure is not final, neither is it fatal. What God has put on the inside of you, He's put on the inside of you so that you can lead a generation of followers of Christ that can bring the very best out of humanity. You can pick up this device and do so much good with it. You can pick up this device and do so much evil with it. God says, you are my device in my hand and I'm gonna do good with it. All you need to do is stay connected to the source. Let me pray with you. Father, today, I thank You that we have been created for purpose. And You said to us that we have what it takes, that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. God, You are shuffling the pieces of our life so that all things work together for the good of those who love You and are called according to your purpose. I pray God today that people would be released, set free from guilt, shame, condemnation. 
and grab hold of their identity in you. God, you said we shouldn't celebrate and cheer about the fact that demons obey us. Miracles happen when we release your word. You said we should shout and celebrate that our name gets written in the Lamb's book of life, that we're citizens of heaven, redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. God, I'm thankful today. I celebrate today that I have an eternal home. I know where I came from. I know where I'm going. I know why I'm here. Because I know that I came from You. Father, thank You for everyone in person here, in the room, those online that You desire to speak to today. About coming back to the source, that You've called them to salvation, that today You have chosen them and all they need to do is respond in Jesus' Name. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message. We hope it has blessed you. If you would like to find out more about Awaken City Church, visit awakencity.com.au.